mountaintop Burning like a silver flame The summit of beauty and love Andrea is her name She's got us Yeah baby, she's got us I am Andrea I'm your fire with your desire Good morning, Galactic Groovers. I thought I would get on here and, oh my gosh, do a collective reading. Can you believe it's really happening? I had created this uh, soul action plan reading where I pull four, four cards, one for your galactic team, one for your highest self, one for your inner child, and one for our ego. Your ego, our ego, everyone's ego. So as this is a collective reading, take what works for you and leave the rest. If you have any questions or need more personal guidance, you can go to my page on Instagram or Facebook and book an appointment with me. I'm introducing a four mini readings for $44 and part of that is an effort to financially empower people in Africa. I'm going to start with one person. It's my economic empowerment experiment and if it works out the way I think it will, We'll be able to bypass governments to help people individually for now because until the immigration situation and the economic banishment of many African countries from the world economy, um, most honestly, um, we have to bypass the usual channels to make a difference and to try to redistribute wealth. And end hunger. At least that is my own personal theory. So let's see what the Oracle of the Shapeshifters has to say today about our ego this week. What is needed to manifest your timeline? Oh, this is a wonderful one. Hedgehog love. Positive, uplifting new friends. I love this card and what it's saying to me is two things. Um, one, that you need to surround yourself with those in your life who bring you that positivity. The card number is 10 also, which numerically breaks down to one also. So that's kind of like starting point of something new. But it also tells me that maybe the positive uplifting new friends are not going to be the people you think they are. They might be somebody that you didn't get along with before or that you thought you might never appreciate. A group of close-knit friends who look out for each other and have lots of fun times and adventures together. 
It is a bit of a closed group, not so welcoming to outsiders, but its members are very protective of you and of one another too. You may feel like you have a new adopted family as if you were once an outcast, but now have a home. You may find great relief from loneliness and isolation, or you may own unbalanced emotions. The endless weeping will cease. Your feet will find purchase and land grounded safety once again. Dry your tears. Help is here. Well done on making such an important change. Hedgehog Love is just the cutest card. She's this beautiful little butterfly fairy and is surrounded by all these cute little hedgehogs. You are wiser now, less emotionally ready to be hurt, and far more capable of remaining yourself, even walking as you do in a harsh world. Try not to get too wrapped up in worldly matters. And that is really our ego challenge right now, is looking to what is a positive force in our life, realizing that it really doesn't ultimately make a difference. Um, who is in power in any given instance because the only one with true power over your life is you. Now, I recognize that's easier uh, heard <laughs> than done. <clears throat> uh, there's a lot at stake right now, and I get that. There's a lot at stake personally for me, and so I, it has been hard for me to try to stay in my place of universal unconditional love but for me that is my role at this present that may not be your role your role may be to rage against the machine but in any event as far as your ego self your 3d self gather those around you that are uplifting and now, keep in mind, uplifting doesn't always mean that you agree about everything and telling you what you want to hear. Sometimes those who are uplifting and um, positive are actually there to try to help you see where maybe you are not being uplifting and positive. So next we have our inner child. I use the children's spirit animal cards for this because I feel like these cards in particular really speak to that pure, innocent child inside of us. Your inner child and your highest self always tell you the truth. It may not always be easy to hear them, but connecting with your inner child is quite a bit easier, actually, than connecting with your highest self because, you know, you've met your child in person. You lived it, and you have that child inside of you, so that can seem easier to access than your highest self if you haven't quite met yourself there yet. You do all the time, you just may not be consciously aware of it. So if you're feeling disconnected from your highest self, there are a lot of different things you can do to try to connect with that part of yourself. But for now, let's focus on inner child. What is needed to connect with your state of innocence? So what is innocence? I kind of see innocence the way a child can be 
in a family, right, that's obviously on the surface to adults, super dysfunctional, maybe even abusive. And somehow that child still loves everyone around them. And I know a lot of people say, well, I mean, you have to because it's survival mechanism and they're taking care of you. And if you don't love them, then who's taking care of you? And all of those psychological uh, brain function dynamics are true. However, we've all been around children and we've been children. And the truth is, is that children have an innocence about them where they do love everyone, even those that they would definitely have cause to hate. So to tap into your innocence. Oh, <laughs> Oh, I love this uh, elephant. You can overcome any problem. We got this great card of the elephant and the simple message that you can overcome any problem. <clears throat> and the truth is you can overcome any problem. And part of what I learned um, over the weekend of this or week really with the election here was that although the election does make my path a tiny bit easier than it probably would have been, um, I was going to overcome whatever was put in front of me. If I had to fight the entire American government uh, to be with the person I love, then that's what I would have done. And before this election even came up, there were a whole bunch of people uh, doing immigration lawsuits against the State Department because they took the pandemic as an excuse to just stop doing anything. You know, instead of being like, all right, well, we're all working from home and getting paid, so let's keep processing these visas. Um, instead, the State Department just said, well, we have a good excuse not to let anyone in now, so don't bother. Instead of maybe doing their job and then those people having hope for when travel is possible, they get to be together. There's a couple from Colorado. One is from Colorado, one's from Italy, and they are currently suing the State Department so that they can be together. <clears throat> I'm sure sometimes you feel like you're faced with what seems like insurmountable problems. You had some trouble with something, uh, someone got upset with you. People you usually get along with don't want to hang out with you today. <laughs> or you've lost something and just can't seem to find it. So whether it's one problem or a lot of little problems, the first thing is to pause, take some deep breaths, and tell yourself, I am relaxed. Remind yourself that most problems you face are not as big as you think they are. And that you have a number of resources that can help just about any problem. So, your inner child is saying, you can overcome any problem, dude. What are you worried about? Whatever this is, you're going to figure it out. You don't have to have it all figured out, but your own initial self, your own individual self, you have gotten through so many things and you're still here and you're still standing. Maybe you've taken some hits along the way. You've taken some losses. But those losses were all there to teach you something. And deep down inside, you know that. 
So try to make peace with what has come and gone. And do something fun this week, you know? Today, do something fun. Do something silly that you loved when you were a child that you have stopped doing. Whether it's coloring in a coloring book, finger painting, um, dancing around in your bedroom, singing to something, using a hairbrush for a microphone, um, playing a game maybe with your roommate or family or kids if you're a parent, um, eating something that you loved as a child, like a PB&J, doing all those kinds of things, watching a cartoon you used to really love. Doing all those things will help connect you to that child inside of you. So now we're moving on to the highest self. I use the Muse Tarot for that. What is needed to achieve your greatest potential? So your higher self would like you to be doing this to continue on your path towards what is your highest good, which is always what we are looking for. It's very easy sometimes and hard sometimes not to dip down into the muck, not to roll around in the mud and thrash about with what's going on and do a really good job of missing all of the positive benefits that are coming to you <clears throat> through the experiences that you're having. I'm sorry that I'm so froggy this morning. We are having kind of a frosty couple of days. And when that happens, it gets very smoky in my neighborhood. Okay, that's better. <clears throat> Maybe. I took a sip of something. So let's see my muses. What muse would like to speak to our highest self this morning? And we get, oh yes, I love this card. The Chariot. Number seven, seven is a very positive number. I feel like seven is in relation to 7D, unconditional love, your highest self, the highest good. The best thing you can do right now to connect with your highest self and others is to love. Love yourself, love others, even in their frailty. <clears throat> you have to hold on to the dream. You have to know that, like this card, she is floating above. She has, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten rays of light emitting from her solar plexus with beautiful sacred geometry behind her. And then down below, there are many wild stallions and she has uh, seven <laughs> dots that make like reins that she has on these horses. And she is moving this powerful force of these wild horses forward to get her to her highest good and to be in control of the situation. I love that. So in the Muse Tarot, the prompt for the chariot is the ritual of will, confident willpower, control, determination, movement, 
Travel, believing in yourself, taking care not to harm others, moving fearlessly toward a dream, maneuvering different forces in the same direction, knowing where you want to go. She wants to remind you that your will is magic and that your purpose will guide your steps forward. Move ahead confidently because with steady controlled movements, you will see your dream in the distance and catch it. So what is needed to achieve your greatest potential right now is your will, your ability to see the good that lays before you and all of the wild horses going along on the path ahead of you trying to blaze that path for you to arrive at the place you want to be. Use that energy from your solar plexus to keep you grounded and centered and knowing where you're going. Whatever it is that you are trying to create, even if the thing that you're creating, you know, it doesn't always have to be some new revolutionary thing to change the world. Changing the world is just about changing yourself and continually working on whatever things in your character that need to be worked on that are helping you learn helping you grow as a person and helping you be the best person you can in this life experience in this world at this time you are much more powerful than you know and you also have so much love and forgiveness inside of you which can be kind of hard to tap into especially if you have been hurt a lot so, Galactic Team, I like to use the Dragon Oracle cards for this, and it's what is available if you ask for help. So, if your ego, your highest self, and your inner child aren't working well together, or you're still feeling unsure of yourself, or you just need a little more oomph. You need some energy and forward momentum. You need healing. You need love. Whatever it is you need. Your galactic team. In this case in the form of dragons. Are who you call on. For help. In your case it may be your guides. You know the dragon is just a symbolic. Reference to. What part of your highest self. Earth and Water Dragon. I love this card. Creates the foundation for new growth. A fresh start is coming with new opportunities. Nurture your ideas and harvest the abundance. I really love that. Part of what a lot of different people have been saying, uh, including Jessa Reed, she just put out an episode. Many of us have been getting the download that we must connect ourselves energetically to the earth. Go out and hug a tree, uh, <laughs> stand barefoot on the grass. I know that gets a little harder in winter, but just you don't actually have to physically do any of those things. You can do it through meditation. You can do it through the love expansion exercise that I'm going to be uh, putting out in a day or so. And 
creating that closed circuit toroidal loop with source energy, your body, and the earth creates an endless loop of healing and power and energy. And what uh, has been coming to a lot of people is that this is the energetic shift that will be required to ascend on the planet. And that sounds ominous. I don't mean it that way. It's just if you want to keep riding this wave of being part of the new world and creating the new world because you're all doing it, uh, then it's very vital that you connect with Gaia. I have found doing that to be like a, a very maternal <clears throat> healing. I feel hugged and loved back by the earth in a way that I kind of never thought was possible. Earth and Water Dragon, who is pretty gorgeous, has an earth body, so browns mostly, and then beautiful green wings of the forest and um, this fourth dimensional brown and green earth and water dragon bring the blessings of a new opportunity. They synchronize the energy and timing to ensure it blossoms. The element of earth enables us to ground our projects while the element of water enables us to flow with them. That is a really important point. Ground your projects in the earth and use water to flow with them. I think what a lot of people who are doing personal or public work on themselves or light work are struggling with flowing and also grounding. It's kind of like, uh, you know, some of us are over here grounding, 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 but we're not flowing with it because we're not going with the energetic timing of the earth and what is going on right now. We're trying to force it, either force it to get done or force it to be let go of because we assume that nothing is happening with it. So there needs to be a balance of grounding your project, but also flowing with them. You're going to hear my neighbor's car, possibly. So, sorry about that if you do. <clears throat> if you're planting a tree, place its roots into the soil and make sure it has a good foundation. Then you activate its growth with water. In due course, you harvest the fruit. The more effort you put into providing the perfect conditions for the tree, the better the crop. This card is showing you this is a good time to create with the gracious assistance of the earth and water dragons. You can lay a strong foundation for your future. Most importantly, they will help you take things lightly. So listen to your inner wisdom. The time for action is now. I feel like people in a, <clears throat> are in a bit of a recoil because there was such a high amount of tension and high stakes for so long this year. And then there's kind of like this relief of that tension whatever your beliefs are and uh, there's now like this void where you're kind of like well what do I do now 
do I step out of this anxious energy I've been in and start creating? What if it's too soon to start creating? What if it doesn't go over well? What if it's not well received? What if I get pushed back? Well, if all those things happen, you're probably doing something right because it is rare that we will put out anything into the world which does not also uh, turn some people off. That's unfortunately just the way polarity works. So just have confidence in yourself. Your highest self, your ego, and your inner child, and your earth and water dragon, your galactic team, are all there supporting you. You have all you need to create what you want to create. What you really need now most of all is a belief in yourself and a connection to the earth. So I strongly encourage you, no matter how you do it, whether it's in a salt bath or when you're going to sleep at night or at some point through your day or when you're out on a nature walk, make an effort to connect with Gaia and send unconditional love into the planet and she will send it back in a loop. I love you all. I hope you have a really great week. This week of November 8th, 9th, I'm doing this on a Monday. And uh, I'm going to try to get on live and do some card reading this week, but no promises because as we all know, we're in a state of flow where we have to be very flexible at the moment. I love you all. Here's a little something silly to connect with your inner child. Hope you enjoy. If we could talk to the animals, just imagine it chatting with a chimp and chimpanzee. Imagine talking to a tiger, chatting with a cheetah. What a neat achievement it would be. If we could talk to the animals, learn their languages, we could take an animal degree. We'd study elephant and eagle, buffalo and beagle, alligator, kitty, pig, and flea. We would converse in polar bear and python. If we conferred with our furry friends, man to animal, think of all the things we could discuss. If we could walk with the animals, talk with the animals, grunt and squeak and spark with the animals, and they could talk to us. If we consulted with quadrupeds, think what fun we'd have asking over crocodiles for tea. Or maybe lunch with two or three lions, walruses and sea lions What a lovely place the world would be We'd learn to speak in antelope and turtle Our Pekingese would be extremely good If we were asked to sing in hippopotamus We'd say Wynonymous and Woo And I am sure every octopus, lobster and platypus Certainly would see it as a plus 
If we could talk with the animals, walk with the animals, grunt and squeak and squawk with the animals, and they could talk.